0: Welcome to Critical Blues Reviews. I'm your host, Critical, and today I have with me...
1: Nikki Lachey.
0: Nikki Lachey. It's good to have you here, Nikki Lachey. Well,
1: it's glad to be
0: here. It's glad to be here. Wonderful, wonderful. Now, I want to say for my people out there, please continue to make me last by giving listener support to the podcast... Uh, Show me some love. And also out there, uh, please be safe. I know we're having a corona moment.
1: A pandemic.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, there's a lot of stuff kind of going on out there. A lot of craziness. Um, I mean, I haven't seen too much other than people getting, like, stabbed in the supermarket or something like that, fighting over water. And I noticed a lot of the tissues are disappearing, but all the vitamins are still on the shelves, (laughs) which is weird. Uh, There's a lot of weirdness going on out here. Um, But it's, you know, just learn from it. Be safe. You know, some people don't believe in it, they think it's, you know, it's going to roll over. You know, true. Me, myself, I'm kind of like, hey, uh, this has never happened in any of the generations of my family. Uh, uh, My grandmother, father, or mother, or then, you know, down to me. So, I think the last epidemic like this, it had, what was it, uh, the Spanish flu or something like that, like 1918 or something weird. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, so when it comes to that stuff, I don't know, but um, I'm just going to do what I can to make sure that I'm good. You know, whatever happens after that, at least I know I did what I could to the fullest. So, you, you're good. you got everything together for yourself, Nikki?
1: I do, I just... Uh, to me it's just being um just on your personal hygiene stuff that you should have been doing anyway so you should always wash your hands you should always use hand sanitizer you should always cover your mouth when you sneeze just just normal things that as a human being that you were taught as a kid to do continue to do it
0: there you go yeah and then i and i would say over uh hand sanitizer use soap that's that's definitely better, (laughs) but, you know, uh, if you don't have any hand sanitizer, don't worry, there's plenty, that's another thing, there's more hand sanitizers that that have gone missing, but soap still remains, and soap is a lot stronger than hand sanitizer, I don't know why, but anyway, yeah, so make sure you all, you know, clean yourselves, and and all of that stuff, but we're gonna uh, get into a more serious topic, Um, a topic that, you know, kind of, fries my bacon uh so today we will be reviewing an open secret now for those who are not familiar with an open secret open secret uh, dropped in 2014 And it's basically an investigation into accusations of teenagers being sexually abused within the film industry. And there's been a lot of stuff that's been going on. Um, I've seen just many articles not only going on in the film industry, just going on in the world today. And it's very quiet. Like I feel like like you had the, the Me Too movement that really blew up and spread and everybody was you know really hashtagging me too but then you don't really i don't hear too much about pedophilia i've like i've seen like ted talks where people uh was a woman basically uh excusing pedophilia i've seen uh just things of that nature you know even I'll, i'll get into it later about um laws that's possibly being passed in california with pedophilia um in support of pedophilia. So, it's very interesting. But we did watch this movie an Open Secret. I've heard about this film for a few years now. I was watching the Tariq um uh, Tariq show and um uh, it's a YouTube channel, a YouTube podcast and he brought it up. And I've been, I've been meaning to watch it to see, you know, what he was where he was coming from. But um yeah, now I finally got a chance to See it for myself, and and uh, wow, what did what did you think? Like when I first I first told you about the film, did I tell you what it was about first, or did I just give you the title?
1: I think you gave me the title. You didn't really tell me it was a documentary, so that was a surprise. I, I was looking for you know opening opening sequence for movies, but I, instead I, we got somebody sitting just talking.
0: Right, right. So um, that yeah, it's I and actually I didn't know for myself that it was a documentary. I really did, I really did think it was a movie. Um, I, I guess it, there was suspicion on my end that it might be a documentary, but I was always told it was just a film. So we found out together what it was. Now the director of this film is Amy Berg. She directed Liver Us From Evil," and this is personal. And the writers for this film, you have Amy Berg, Lorreen Hayes, and Billy McMillan. Now, the characters that's on this film, they're actually playing themselves. You have Evan Hensey, Michael Egan, Mark Ryan, Joey Coleman, Todd Bridges, Corey Feldman, and Michael Herrera. And, uh, yeah. So, one thing about it, uh, this opens with a segment from Different Strokes. You had uh, Conrad Bain who plays Philip Drummond. Uh, if you all remember, that was the, I guess, the caretaker or the the adopted father to uh, Arnold from Different Strokes and also Will. Willis? Willis. Yeah, Willis. And who, who are being played by Gary Coleman and Todd Bridges. And he opens... Uh, letting the audience know that it was going to be a two-part story and he was basically going to go into it and kind of give you the idea that they will be discussing pedophilia. What did you think about that part?
1: Well, um, I think that, I guess it was more, Well, I I wouldn't say that, but um, uh, as you can speak from the cast members that you just mentioned, these were were, um, childhood stars that we grew up with. But we just now hearing about what they went through, and it kind of brings yeah. me back to the fact that there's still child stars out there, mm-hmm. um, But you don't hear about them experiencing what these people have said that they experienced. Right. But I'm thinking that we probably won't hear about it for 10 or 20 years later. <laughs>
0: right, right, exactly. <laughs> because right. it was
1: mentioned, it was mentioned in documentary about the fact that they don't like to, they didn't want to say anything about it because. Mm-hmm for the fear of not being able to work again. They were exactly. they would, they would be they wouldn't be hireable anymore. They'll be blackballed. Exactly. So I you we really wouldn't know if it's still happening. Has it gotten better? We definitely won't know for another ten or twenty years right. when they decide Uh-oh. to come out. Kinda like what they did with um with Bill Cosby. Everybody's saying all of this stuff happened to them back in the day when Bill Cosby was was on top of the world, but then they waited twenty and thirty years later to say to say something for mm. for fear or whatever I don't know but it was it's it's so under the rug and it's so it's a kept secret it's such a big secret that you definitely you don't you don't know what they're going through and you won't know until right. 20 or 30 years later
0: right and so like you have uh Evan H as I mentioned before um and you have uh James G these how the names are presented with the uh, cast when they show the um, the the cast that's speaking. Um, it'll come up like Mike E, Nick S, Joey C, Chris T, things of that nature. And uh, basically, they kind of go in. Uh, it starts off, I don't want to say it starts off slow. But, you know, you have to get the introduction of the children. You know, to show the children's innocence. Them just and, being. In
1: their relationship to the pedophiles, with the, accused, the accusers.
0: Right, right, right. So, like, you know, basically, like, before we even get to that, you know, it kind of just goes into the innocence of the children, you know, them wanting to get into show, businesses, show, show business, it shows their talent, you know, what type of talent they may have, and it shows their eagerness eagerness to want to get into the film business and things of that nature, and, you know, some do get into the film business, some uh, 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 play in commercials, and they mostly discuss the images of the young actors to where you would think you know some were related like you, there's some actors that look a certain way it's like a certain look
1: yeah that back, they might in the, have. back in those times oh, back in those days it was the little white boys with the blue eyes and the long blonde hair mm-hmm. that was that was the trend that was the what they hired the most and that's what they, they were expected to look like so you right. do see it was kind of like that. Remember um, Eminem, that Shady, when they had all of those people that looked like Eminem. When he right. Did, that's what it the, was the, like.
0: Uh, the the stands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So exactly, it was like that. I mean, um, just off the top of the head, one just popped in my head. Remember the Bad News Bears? Mm-hmm. One of the, the little boys that stood out, the, the baddest one. You know, blonde hair. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Blue. Eyes. I don't know if he had blue eyes, but I know he had blonde hair, long, shaggy blonde hair, and a lot, a lot of those. Uh, uh, actors, young actors, and they were hiring hiring them, and that was you know some of the look you know that they liked. Um, but it gets it'll it'll get more serious as it goes along. Cause I don't want to, I want people to see this film. I definitely want people to see this film. So I don't want to spoil too much. Um, I'm gonna reveal we're gonna reveal some things, but you know I want you know certain things just to be a surprise because I feel you need to be shocked by seeing this film. And uh, also, they talk to the managers, as Nikki was talking about. Uh, They talk to the managers, there's a talent, they talk to talent agents, and uh, they discuss their jobs first. So, like, before we even get into the people that are the managers or the talent agents and things of that nature, they discuss the job. So, you're, the audience is more familiar with their jobs. Uh, They explain the dynamics of the entertainment industry for kids to kind of, you know, give you an idea of what's going on now most of these kids are emancipated and the ones that are emancipated they get hired easier so it's like at the age of eight they are basically responsible for their own career you
1: right. yeah basically that's what they said they didn't want to have to deal with the the parents they didn't want to have to deal with the with the managers um they just wanted to deal with the kids directly and at eight years old you were they were expected to be responsible for their own careers which right. is crazy eight-year-old right. they can't even make their own meals at eight years <laughs> right but i mean you gotta
0: understand too like a three-year-old can you know i, I guess maybe it is okay a three-year-old can decide what they want to be a male or female or a mermaid or something you know what i mean so like maybe it's okay for them to do that you know what i'm saying to be out on their own you know, have another adult supervisor. It's possible, I mean, because that's what we are today. Well, it's okay.
1: That, that explains you know? why they were that, that this was so big back in that time is because um, they were taken advantage of at that age. It's easy to take advantage of an eight
0: year old, but I thought a kid that age is able to make their own decisions. I thought that's <laughs> what we're learning today. There, it, it's okay. You know, I'm being sarcastic, but yeah, I feel this, you know, when it comes to children, I I don't, I don't really play with that shit. And I think that is, you know, really fucked up. Uh, But yeah, when when it comes to children, I mean, we're not, I worked in a treatment center, so I've worked with kids. So I'm, I'm not buying that whole Children are able to make certain decisions at age three, eight, whatever the case may be. Like those are adult decisions, you know what I mean? And and,
1: and this is an adult industry. Industry, yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah, exactly. And um, also, like they also talk discuss the children's pictures. That are being sold on eBay. That's
1: still being sold on. Still eBay. Still
0: being sold on. E- well, well, being sold. We almost say it's on eBay, but it's being sold somewhere now. Is it still on eBay, or is it like? Well,
1: eBay was one of the channels, but it was a lot of different other channels that they used to sell to sell pictures to possible um, um, predators. Right.
0: So the thing is, and like even like before the the predator part, but you know, like you would think, well, hey. You know, were the kids just famous and they're selling the pictures? No, that's not the case.
1: They may have Um, just signed over their rights for the pictures and they don't know what it's being used for. Right.
0: So you would think that, oh, you know, maybe because they're they're famous, they're like, hey, this person is gonna be the next star, so they're being like pictures are being taken and sold like their rookie trading cards. But no, it's not like that at all. So some of these kids are actually or their their pictures are actually being presented out there for like sexual desires even how they shoot the pictures like they like they always show the kids looking up at the camera you know what i mean to show them being submissive which is which is a very very uncomfortable you know once like at first you would look at it from let's say like an audience standpoint whose mind is not going there you would think it's just a picture of you know the person just taking pictures you know looking down on the person taking a picture or whatever but actually it was actually placed that way for a reason to make the, uh, the, the young kid look up at their, you know, predator type of thing. You know what I mean? So I I thought that was, uh, pretty interesting. And also they, uh, they use the people that's close to the families that's selling these kids pictures. You know what I mean? So we'll get into that. Like you have one cat named Martin Wise. His name was Marty. He's one of the managers. Um, like what he does is he gets good in with the parents, but, when he's alone with the kids he's a predator he yeah. was, she
1: was basically a predator and that's pretty much how she said that that is the that is design of the predatory relationship is they'll get in good with the family right. they'll build a rapport with the family with the kids, in order for them to mold the kids, the
0: method, I think she, it was molester methods, where yeah. she would groom, basically yeah, groom they're, the parents they're grooming and the and family, the they groom grooming the kids, child and trusting them,
1: so that they can they can do whatever they can, they gain the trust and they got the family and the kids thinking that it's okay, right, and so that it so that it can be it could be the norm when it happens,
0: right, and so like like this cat named Marty. He actually, uh, he was mentioning, like, what he'll do is he'll, like, play basketball with the kids or whatever. And the parents trust him. And he'll, like, in the middle of the subject, kind of, like, mention, like, blowjobs, asking us if they know what a blowjob means. And, you know, That kid,
1: was making it norm for the yeah, a little boy to get used to hearing terms like that. Yeah, a
0: lot of kids that age, they don't mention, uh, you know, like, they don't know anything about blowjobs. They don't know what that means. I remember the first time, I, I didn't hear the term pussy until i was in second grade i don't know i don't know what age that is it was when you're in second grade what age is that second grade
1: that's
0: probably about six six yeah. well I was, way, I was way ahead of the game so, <laughs> yeah because I, I didn't know what it meant because i remember uh they were talking about it six, and, I know, I guess. Yeah. and they were like you know pussy this pussy that and then they were like um they i was like hey what's a pussy and they didn't want to tell me. You know, I was like, you know, I was probably one of the few black dudes in that class. I don't know if that was the case. But sometimes it is. You just never know. Can't ignore it. But, you know, it was like they had their own secret. You know what I'm saying? It was like, you know, this, that, the other. And then eventually um, I asked the teacher. It was uh, I was in Mrs. Wright's class. And I raised my hand. I said, Mrs. Wright, what's the pussy? And everybody just started laughing. And I was serious. And, you know, she couldn't even get mad at me because she saw the... Look in my face, you know. It wasn't like I was a disruptive the innocent kid. innocent, yeah,
1: little naive little boy. Yeah, He's I wasn't so sheltered. I, I wasn't. He, right. <laughs> shut up. Anyway,
0: I was like that other. You remember that badass kid that was in the class, and he was like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> remember, remember? the teacher was asking the questions. And he like, and the teacher was like, "What, what do you do? You want to leave?" he was like no bitch and the dude was like all right it's time to go and he escorted the girl the uh, little boy out the class you didn't see that i mean I oh, okay well anyway it, it was kind of like that and she was like well you know you got pussy pillows you got a pussy cat that's the only pussies we know you know what i mean so i was like wait a minute why is that so funny and so at the end of the class one of the guys was like man pussy is a female vagina man mm-hmm. so i was like oh okay so <laughs> you know what a vagina was
1: though
0: that, that yeah i knew what a vagina was oh. yeah i knew that But I didn't know that term, but that's crazy though. So, so it's kind of like that, but it's not with your own peers, just an adult that's turning you on, introducing that to you. And they talk about how, uh, one of the kids, uh, got Mm -hmm. molested, uh, even Evan, Evan, excuse me, even Evan H, um, ended up, you know, uh, getting molested after that situation and the guy, you know, Marty, he, he was buying and selling pics on eBay of the kids and all of that stuff. And then they um, mentioned a guy named Bob uh, Ballard. Um, he, that
1: was the person who took the pictures, right? Right,
0: right. He was a well-known publicist. And so they said that what he would do was he would uh, give the kids a few beers and then, like, end up touching them and all that. You know, it was it's very uncomfortable story. But I feel, I feel that you have to watch it be uncomfortable so that way if you do have kids you you know kids uh got god kids your nephews nieces or whatever man you gotta you gotta um, expose it expose it yeah you, you got you gotta get uh, get them to understand what good and bad touches are you gotta get the parents on it because the parents are busy you know i'm pretty sure parents are on it but they probably what they do is that
1: they're good at what they do so they gain the trust of the parents right. so the parents would never think such a thing will be happening with Marty and their kid because Marty presented himself as the perfect the perfect adult um, uh, authority figure around their kids when they're not there exactly that they they were is you can't really blame the parents because these are professional this is what they do this is their lifestyle they've been doing it for years Mm -hmm. so they they got And unless you unless you know that this is uh, this occurs Um, everybody should be a suspect until they're not Right.
0: right. basically and also they uh, you have uh, Corey Feldman as I mentioned earlier he's on there he gives his uh, tidbits and you had the scene where he was talking about pedophilia in the industry and was that Barbara uh, what was the the lady's name I can't Barbara Walters that was like uh, from the view yeah she was like you're messing you're messing up the industry like she basically was blaming him for coming out Mm-hmm. About the pedophilia. But I mean,
1: the, the, he should have came out years ago. That would have that would have prevented it or raised the awareness for everybody else who wanted to go in the field of acting with their kids. Yes, but he held it in all these years, and it's like well, he, he,
0: he was a victim too. That's yeah, that's what
1: I mean. Yeah, was he was i I give him he's a victim, but it's being a victim and, and him coming out now. I don't know if that's beneficial for everybody else who went through it. Now who. Who they who they could have been born prior then, you know, you know what I'm saying? I not it's hard to say that it's his responsibility, but it is somebody's responsibility to put it out.
0: And he also took uh blame for Corey uh Hain. He yeah. said that uh He
1: introduced him to somebody who he knew who he
0: knew, you know, uh, was a channelist. Yeah. yeah. So and then um, they talked about the then you familiar with the Venn with uh, Brock Pierce?
1: Yeah, the internet. Um, it was kind of like a reality show before reality shows became big, but over, just over the internet.
0: Right, right. The
1: concept was just way before its time. Yeah. And had the background and the history been cleaner, this would have been something that would have been really popular now, I would think, right?
0: Well, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. You're absolutely right. And probably is popular now. And uh, basically, um, what they would do is they would get these kids. Uh, it was like a show where the kids will be. Um,
1: it's kind of like Nickelodeon, basically. Yeah, yeah,
0: Nickelodeon. Huh? It and was then, more
1: like Nickelodeon, but the reality version, but in on the internet. Yeah,
0: right. Is that is that the one where they uh they, they like the kids stayed in the house by themselves? Yeah. Okay. Oh uh-huh. uh, yeah. Right. And then they uh, they also discussed Brian Singer. I, I know pro- probably many of you are familiar with his antics and also. Uh, The fact that he's one of the directors of the X-Men series, uh, not series, but the X-Men movies. Um, You also have uh, the show called The Royal Standard, which later turned into a skinny dipping late night type of activity where like they would. Like like a party where all the kids like after a certain it was time like of a night
1: orgy yeah we, for pedophiles basically.
0: right right you know so it's like you know it's a bunch of people naked at the pool after a certain time of night to be at this pool you got to be naked some rule that they somebody had, like, came off they like a
1: mandatory nudity right right uh, requirement at a certain a certain time frame exactly and then the fact that they um, made sure that the kids were intoxicated or under the influence. Um, prior to that time right. that was basically a hidden agenda
0: right and I think they uh, talked about the story of Nick S who was uh 14 years old at the time and then um we uh discussed Todd Bridges and we found out that he was molested by his publicist and I remember my teacher um she was telling me we telling the class how uh Todd Bridges was was on drugs And he kept saying how, like, like my teacher, she, I think it was a Miss King. It was a teacher, a white teacher, but she was basically discussing how bad drugs were. And because he kept saying the white lady, I guess he was referring to cocaine as the white lady. Mm -hmm. And Miss King was letting us know what the white lady meant. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But yet it, I don't, maybe it didn't come out yet, but it wasn't, you know, it was letting us know that he was on drugs but they didn't let us know why he was on drugs. And the main thing he was on drugs was to cope with the fact that he was molested by his publicist. And uh, they brought up, you know, like pedophiles. Uh, like how, like you yeah, have pedophiles who are into boys. So like it would be a man, a male that's into a boy. But they were trying to put out there well, that... Well,
1: no, actually they said that it, it didn't matter. Just because that they were with a boy didn't make them gay. It right. was the fact that the idea of being with a, with a kid, that was... That was was their demons. Right, that's so what they were saying. So yeah, it definitely didn't matter if it was a boy or a girl or the fact that they just had a, a, a certain type. But the main the main character was that it's they were under age, they were the adolescents.
0: Right, yeah, that was the main thing they were pushing. But I also was wondering this, like the whole label. Like, you know, people are quick to call, like label somebody homophobic. So if a child is molested by a man and then, yes, he has a fear, like the actual fear, not, you know, a fear toward another person that's into men and you call him homophobic, why are we shaming him even though he's molested? Because you notice they don't ask questions. They don't ask to find out if what is your background? Like why are you so angry toward, you know, gay people? Were you molested? Like we don't want to know that. We want to say, hey you should feel this way toward these people no matter what happened to you we don't care you just should feel this way like for some reason we're throwing psychology out the window you know what i mean and of course it's wrong to discriminate against anybody but you should also find out what's going on with that person that person has been molested by a man and if he feels some type of way towards men that are into men you know what I'm saying? Then it's a psychological thing. Then it should be some type of treatment that's involved instead of just labeling somebody homophobic. You know what I'm saying? I think that's, you know, I, I feel like, that, I mean, everybody can have their own opinion on that. You know what I'm saying? But that's just my opinion. I feel like it should be a back some background, you know, check or some sit down counseling. You know, what's going on? Why do you feel this way? Because if that person was molested, I don't think we should shame them for being molested. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my opinion on that. Um also too they uh they uh they had a Ben Savage on there from Boy Meets World fame. Um remember Boy Meets World uh-huh. Ben Savage. And it was weird cuz when they had Ben Savage on there as soon as he like you know I guess he was introduced who was the person he he ran into that he hugged?
1: Um was that the guy from the van?
0: The It was the guy from the van. Was yeah, that was um... that uh Brock Pierce?
1: I think that was Brock. Yeah. I
0: believe so. I believe if it
1: was... Brock was a kid. That was one of the kids that was also molested as a kid, but he grew up to be a to be a predator as well.
0: Oh. Um, Remember
1: Brock, he was helping the the older guys find other boys to um to molest. Right. So he right, he right, right. they kind of groomed him to be one of them, one of their one of them.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, so that 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 was crazy. And when he met and when we met uh yeah, when Ben Savage met up with, you know what? Ben Savage, that's old boy's brother from um, the Wonder Years. Yeah, is uh, it Fred Savage? Ted Savage. Which I his name, that? but I know this. I can't remember. Yeah but anyway I'm just, it just hit me it just hit me that I was his brother but yeah but he grabbed his ass like when it, they it, hugged it, each other it, kinda, like he, it, it was,
1: looked it was, like it kind of looked like it
0: but I don't kind of like like come on dude's hands don't be down there you know what I'm saying like he it, grabbed his it, it ass it looked
1: like that
0: but then the camera kind of cut it so you can not really I see think it. I, I think they, they they didn't man he grabbed his ass that, that was you all see it for yourself I I know it's awkward. You don't want to be like, let me watch this movie to see another man grab another man's ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Unless you're into that. But I mean, but it, it, it's, it's, it's when you go into that world, it's like a weird, you know, like, wow, I didn't know everything is that deep. You know, pause. It's just like, I, I can't believe.
1: Did you know that every, like, every one out of three females will be sexually assaulted before they're 18 years old? I did not
0: did know, you know that. Did you know that statistic? I did not know that. I did not know that.
1: Yes, it's so common.
0: Yeah, and it shouldn't be. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. And the thing is, there's no awareness. You know, and I again, I'll probably get more into that later. But I feel like it's more, and and, and it should should be more awareness on sexual harassment towards women, or sexual harassment period. But it's actually, you know, sexual ra- harassment toward women. But for some reason, there is not much, um, not much, you know noise made about the children you know what i'm saying and and i find that very strange i feel like that that noise should be made as much as you know the women getting sexually harassed you know around you know if if right under it right there or above it i feel like it should be above it because they're kids but that's just me you know what i'm saying but you know I, i feel it definitely should be on the same playing field as where the me too movement is you know with children being sexually harassed that's just my opinion You know, and, um, but they also, you know, talked about um, the uh, Brian Singer, uh, how, like, he had his friend, Brian Peck, who actually was arrested for molestation, and he worked with Brian Singer. He also is in the... um, the, He's still working now. On
1: Nickelodeon. (laughs) Right,
0: right. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, well then, like, it was 2014, when, you know, I don't know if it's like today, today, Uh you know, currently, but it was 2014... When that happened, like 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 2014 is when this movie came out. So he was arrested before 2014, but continued to but work. But he continued to work after he got out of prison and
1: with kids
0: exactly. And so and and also Brian Peck was actually in the movie. I believe it was X Men two or three where the guy I think it was uh, a angels. Small, a small cameo. it was a small role yeah a yeah. small cameo and it was like I think Angel's father remember if I remember who I watched X-Men when Angel's father turned into that watery goobly gloop and he was mm-hmm. walking through the, the beach, beach. Mm-hmm. yeah he was walking on the beach and um, Brian Peck was the guy that was standing next to um, eating a hot dog or
1: something yeah he's eating <laughs> a hot
0: dog yeah 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 he was standing next to Stan Lee actually mm-hmm. you'll see him before Stan Lee which is weird and um so yeah so and he actually as we said he's doing kids shows uh are up and in, up into that moment probably is still doing kids shows today uh and they also discuss the abused kids that usually turn to drugs and alcohol to deal with their molestation as i mentioned with todd bridge's story but it's more kids that tell their story on you know and some of the stories you know are pretty sad you know what i mean where it goes and so, um, yeah, and, yeah,
1: and more to come when the rest of these kids start decide to come out as well. Right,
0: right. So it's it's a lot. It's a lot for children to deal with. You know, that's a lot of pressure.
1: And especially if they want to continue to work.
0: Right, right. You know, a lot of kids don't come out and say anything. They want to continue to work and they just try to deal with it, put it behind them. You know, they might become predators themselves. You know what I mean? So it's very, you know, working in the treatment center. I kind of knew about the whole predator thing. You know, a lot of kids can become predators after they've been to the prey, you know what i'm saying so i've had people that tell me that wasn't true i just a lot of times i don't argue you know people oh this person there turned out fine so that means since this person turned out fine they speak for all the children by me working in the treatment center i'm not going to argue with them you know because I, I read case files i worked in the treatment center and i've read where they you know the, the prey have become the predator so i just don't argue like they might not know my background or whatever or they you know think whatever, but I I just, whatever, it is what it is, you think what you want to think with that one person, I've, you know, sat there with, like, many, uh, 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 dorms of children that were sexually abused, sexually or mentally or physically abused, so, yeah, I mean, so definitely, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this, uh, film as well, and, um, and also, you know, do you feel there's I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of it's kind of interesting question, you know. And you know, let me know if you want to even discuss this. Do you feel there's a connection with trans kids and pedophilia?
1: I don't. I wouldn't say that there's a connection, but they will be. They're they're more. They have a higher risk of being victimized mm. um, because um, because they feel like that's what like if if it's a little boy who wants to be a girl. He'll do things that he assumed that a girl would do, so he, it would be easy for a predator to manipulate him into doing some sexual acts mm-hmm. because he feels like that's what you do as a female, and he wants to be a female, so he's going to do whatever he needs to do to become a female mm-hmm. or to feel like a female.
0: Right, so I right. think
1: they're they're easy victims.
0: Right, right. You know, and I, you know, I, I kind of feel like the whole, you know, they're children, and you know, children if they wanted to will eat. Uh, ice cream and cake for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If you allow them to, right. you know what I'm saying. If a child, you know, says, "Hey, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a mermaid," you know, you're not gonna throw your child in the middle of the ocean, and, you know, and see if your child is gonna be a mermaid just because your three year old said so. You know what I'm saying. Same thing as a child saying, "Havrar, I'm a lion." You know what I'm saying. You're not mm-hmm. gonna throw your child out there in the real- wilderness so lions can teach us. Your child that just said he's a lion how to be a lion you know what i'm saying so i feel it's the same way with you know i feel like a child needs to grow up and make that decision you know what i mean that's just me most people might disagree but i already came with some examples of children being something that we know that we won't allow our children to be you know what i'm saying and then then we're gonna say no 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 uh when that three-year-old that three we can't allow a three-year-old to be a mermaid or a lion but if that three-year-old wants to you know change is sex, then that's what we have to allow that three-year-old to do. You know right. what I'm saying? That's when it gets like, wait a minute, we're still talking about a three-year-old here, but for some reason it changes, and I feel like that's where, you know, maybe you know there's some type of uh, powers that be that's in the pedophilia because you also have situations in uh, what a Cali where, isn't there a law they're trying to change?
1: Yeah, they're trying the- to change it so that people who engage in sexual activity with minors at least 10 years of age should not be discriminated against as being a pedophile that that is just a lifestyle there's that's just a lifestyle that they want to live
0: right and so that's a slippery slope because this is what you have to say right here right if and and, and not to knock knock not to not to knock the whole transgender thing not knocking that but because that's that's adults making adult decisions doing what they want to do they feel like that's how they feel on the inside fine you know what I'm saying you do what you want to do you're not hurting anybody you know what I'm saying so that's what you want to do you you know live your life I have no problem with that but we're talking about kids now the thing is this though you have adults that says hey I'm looking at you and you say hey I'm not a man I'm actually a woman on the inside and you say oh okay all right cool you know all right um ma'am you know all right you know keep it rolling now if you open doors to that, won't, won't, won't it be the same way if a man that's 40 years old says, hey, I'm not a 40-year-old man. I'm actually a 14, 13-year-old uh, girl or a 13, 14-year-old boy. You know what I'm saying? That's dating other 14, or 13-year-olds. <laughs> so if we have to look at the other person and say, well, I see you for who you are, but you're telling me that you're somebody on the inside and I have to respect that. Right. Isn't that a slippery slope for that? Uh,
1: that kind of sounds like part of the the um the fact that they're trying to get the bill crossed. They're trying to get the bill written into law in California. Right. That's that's that's, that's the lifestyle that they they choose to live, and they don't want to be discriminated against or or get criminal penalties because that's what they choose to do. It's, right. It's their lifestyle. And
0: they're really they're really fighting. it. like I said, I've seen it on tech Talks. You can look it up. Look up, uh, you know, pedophile uh, TED Talks. And it's, it's a girl that's really pushing that narrative. A couple of women that are really pushing that narrative of saying, hey, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, uh, this person really feels like a child on the inside. So basically, you should give them a pass. And I heard they were trying to be the P at the LGBTQ and they'll try to add a P. That's oh, wow. you know that that was rumored as well. Like I'm you know I'm reading articles. Like I don't know how deep it goes because it, it's very disturbing. You know what I'm saying. So that was one of the things I was hearing. That was the thing about it is
1: the pedophilia industry or whatever it is. Society is bigger, bigger, and it's so low key It's so underground that you not you don't even know how deep it goes, how high up it goes. And who's all involved. That's the scary part about it. It's kind of like the Ku Klux Klan.
0: You don't know right, who's right. part of it. Right. And, and, and my thing is, and I think it's like, for it being called the open secret, I mean... Kind of, kind of like. I
1: think the, it's a, it's a secret, but everybody in the industry knows about it. Right. Everybody knows that it occurs. Exactly. But nobody's saying anything. That's because, why they. Because tra- one, they don't want to lose their job. They don't want to lose their endorsement deals. They don't want to lose the investment, the investors, because the investors is probably the pedophiles and it, you know they need, they need this money, and they need these people around them in order for it to actually to float.
0: Right. Right. And that, and that's why I kind of disagree with the whole kind of heart back on the whole. Um, like even like, for example, Sharice Duran, like she's dressing her, she started off dressing a three-year-old as a little boy. I mean, as a little girl, you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, that's why I just, it, it's so uncomfortable, like seeing kids being in that way. And then, then you, uh, they also talk about, um, uh, like, like threatening children, like children wanting to speak out, but you know, they get threatened. I think once somebody pulled a gun out one, on one of the kids and threatened to kill them. Right. Um, yeah. You know, that happened. And you had this um one cat, Michael Harar.
1: Michael um, Harar, he's supposed to be a manager, the talent manager, and a, right? A talent manager for the kids, and his views are for pedophilia.
0: Right, right. But although I think, he
1: claimed that you know, a, I, I, I don't agree on it, but I don't. But he didn't disagree on it as well. <laughs> right,
0: right, right. So yeah, so you have that. And, and have, he had
1: a situation that somebody else described where they dealt with him. Um, he kind of approached them in a sexual manner, a manner when they were a minor, um, but he wasn't aggressive with it. I don't think that the guy, who, who was the, act, the actor, the actor that was, was he talking to?
0: Um, I can't remember. It was either was it, it a no.
1: It wasn't Brock. I don't no,
0: know. I can't um, remember. But was it Joey, Joey C, or Chris T? One of them was it. Maybe Chris, it was Joey. Joey.
1: But he kind of, he kind of um Mentioned a situation that occurred in the past where he was asked to do a sexual act by this person, and this person was like, "Yeah, you know, yeah, I asked you, but I I didn't mean it like that. I mean, you if you didn't do it, it's fine, and if you did it, it was fine too." He was trying to blow it off like it wasn't a big deal. Like, yeah, right. it, it happened, but you know, it ain't a big deal. You right, you did right. it or you didn't do it. I I wasn't gonna hold that against you. Right. Kind of like the eight-year-old is responsible for his own career.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> and that's you know so. And, and the thing is, you, you know, like they at the end of the movie, you get to find out like like again, it was 20. The movie is 2014. So at that moment and at, around that time, I should have looked up to see if anything came up, especially like remember the guy that disappeared. So anyway, you know, find out for yourself. There's uh you got Mary Collins, Rector, um, uh, Chad Shackley. You had uh, Marty Wise. You have Michael Hurrah and Bob Villard. And you you find out. You know, at that time of 2014, you know where they are at that moment. You know, because um, you know it's not present date now, but um, at that moment of 2014, you get to find out what happened to them after the film. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, and also they had a um, website to go to if you're dealing with um, pedophilia or not pedophilia, but dealing with molestation. Uh, was act foundation.com so yeah so this was a very very heavy subject this was very different from my normal topics my normal horror movies yeah yeah (laughs) horror or action or whatever so but i feel like it's very necessary and we do need to get this out because for some reason we're forgetting about the children and we definitely don't want to uh push the narrative or have the narrative being pushed that it's okay for children to be molested and I feel like these children are being left you know what I mean like in in the background you know what I'm saying and, and a lot of people are like basically shunning like when, when you see uh you know um Sharice Duran with a three-year-old dressing him up as a little girl you know what I mean, or uh, like, I I would say Dwayne, and Dwayne Wade's situation is a little different than Cherise for me, Um, for one, you know, she adopted that child, and we don't know what happened in the background, Dwayne Wade, I definitely feel that that's what that child wanted to be, and uh, to be a girl, and that's fine, that child says she she wants to be a girl, and she expresses, uh, you know, you know, being a girl, like we hear it from her mouth, that this this is what she wants to be. But I guess when the whole walking, like the whole thing of, you know, like women are dainty, and that's about it. Like women have that extra walk to them. You know what I mean? It's it's for an attention type of deal. Would you agree with that as a as a woman? Yeah, like I mean, the, it is it
1: is for attention. Um, the little sassy. Sexy, seductive walking. That's not how women naturally walk. Right, right. It but is it's for attention.
0: And it's a daintiness women do have, but I noticed that they're encouraging. I wouldn't
1: say dainty, I would say feminine.
0: Feminine. Oh, okay. Well, What's wrong with dainty?
1: Dainty, that sounds kind of I don't know, it's just kinda kinda of like fake. But we're just naturally feminine.
0: Feminine. Okay, all right, cool. I I I felt dainty meant feminine, you mm-hmm. know. But anyway, you, I I You could Dainty,
1: be wrong. I'm not dainty. Nah, I
0: ain't dainty. You <laughs> know, you watch that anyway. But no, but you know, but when it comes to that, and I felt like, you know, that was something I felt like if a little girl if somebody my daughter was walking, you know, in a certain way, like trying to walk like a woman who's looking for attention. Um, I would stop that you know what I'm saying and, and I feel like that was something like you know of course that's not my child but that's something that I wouldn't encourage you know even though my child would want to be my son that wants to be a girl or feels like he's a girl on the inside I wouldn't encourage that type of adult woman walk you know what I'm saying I wouldn't encourage that and I hear you know people might be like, oh you're homophobic or transphobic but then I have to look at you and say well you know what you maybe you're just a pedophile you know what I mean? Cause you know, I when you know it, that that's what we're gonna start doing. It, 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 all of that that shaming, you know, for being, you know, for not being into pedophilia. Nah, that's gonna stop. That's the. You come with me with that. I'm gonna call you a pedophile to your damn face. Don't come with me talking about some. Oh, let that child be a child. Well, that's that's not how children walk. If that was a little girl. A girl is not gonna walk that way. It kind of adults. goes
1: to the to the to the idea again. Where if you're not a natural female, you just have an idea of what it is to be a female, mm-hmm. and that's what you portray.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Huh. Well, it's nothing I can compare to this. <laughs> I can't compare anything to this film. I, 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 I can't. I, it's nothing I can think of. Is there anything you can think of if you compare?
1: No, it's just a typical documentary.
0: Okay. <laughs> now for the scoring system. Now I, 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 I want to. Usually I use stuff. That's in the film, but I definitely don't want to make light of the story. Um, do you have anything that you would like to? Like, well, it's kind of
1: hard to score it because this is based on experiences that they had as a child, um, uninvited experiences that they had as a right. child, so you can't really rate somebody on what they experienced, right? Um, um, but I would say the gathering of information um the concept the concept i will give a 10 because again Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of concepts done that's geared towards the exposure of what happens in hollywood for kids right um the way that it was put together i'll put like a five and a six because um i guess it's, it's because it's it's just so late I just feel like it's so late or well, it did
0: come out 20, well yeah. yeah even for 2014 yeah it was, it, it was
1: late <laughs>
0: alright okay um, I feel like information um, uh, the shock value I mean it's 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 shocking the inside I mean like if you're just looking to find out what celebrity is going through it then you know you might not be that shocked because it, yeah it, you it, won't it, be shocked it, yeah that's what you're looking for unfortunately but like the shock being shocked as in you know how everything goes like i was shocked to find out that children that children really have to make their own decision i wonder if that's where eight that whole thing old.
1: well yeah that, you know that's
0: where probably where that whole thing came from that that a child has to make that decision make their own decision you know what, mm-hmm. what i'm saying i'm thinking that it came from that they have to make their decision in film so like that shocked me you know what i'm saying that they will put like for well, the age of
1: eight years old that's yeah yeah I mean, I've heard about the emancipation part and, and about the, um, the guardianship part because I remember back when back in the day when Destiny Child was out. Okay. Um, that Kelly Rowland, her parents passed over. Well, they gave guardianship to um, the No's, to um, Beyonce's family to be the guardian of her while they were on the road. Mm. And that was because they wanted to help further her career. So right. it does happen, right, right. and it happened for the gain of 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 a career in the in- industry. Right. So that part of it is kind of known. Okay. But the, when you think about the people who take advantage of them, that part is like shocking. Right. But, it, but it's it's easy for me to say that they should have known that they shouldn't have let their kid hang around with this fifty-some-year-old man. You can say that now because I'm on the outside looking in. But if I was the actual parent, and the fact that they spent time with these people and, and, if, and that th- these men were part of their everyday life, kind of what it looked like. You know, he was there for family gatherings. He was there for birthdays. He was there for a lot of um, the special events with the family. He was part of the family. He was like an uncle or a cousin or a friend of the family. So, yeah, mm. that's how they get you.
0: Yeah. So, I, I'm i not going to rate it. I, I would say I would score it high as in because it needs it's very informative um i, I would say i, I rated it. I, I would say it was uh, uh eight and a half i eight and a half. i give it eight and a half um as in uh information uh yeah well i'll say information and also the fact that I, I believe hollywood tried to blackball this film to make sure this didn't get out and you know so that's the thing um i think Corey. hank cory Feltman dropped one recently, dropped the film recently that was talking about Charlie Sheen uh, molesting uh, Corey Haim. And um, yeah, so. So, yeah, I mean, but I I give it a high score, but I definitely say check this out. Uh, I I don't ignore it. I feel like more people should be talking about it. I feel like this should be getting as much waves as the Me Too movement. You know what I mean? I, I don't feel like this should be this low in the in the um, in the uh, 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 what am I trying to say and in, in this uh, in the in this movement I don't think it should be a low movement at all but yeah so that's it i um, just kind of ran over a little bit but you know we, we had to really get into it um, we did and also too they also discussed about there's a place in Ghana and uh, they actually, it's like a pedophile ring in Ghana that you really? know, yeah. It's like a, actually, it's like a group of white people that go there and just um, get like it's children that sell stuff like food, whatever, mm-hmm. and they uh, basically get the children, bring them inside the house and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Look that article up, you know what I mean? That's that's crazy, and and then it's like allowed to happen over there. So it's it's just really you know, it's really you know fucked up where this world is going to, right? So anyway, I'm not gonna uh, go too long, but I did, but yeah and uh also look up the california laws uh that are trying to make to introduce uh and try to introduce this bill to protect the pedophiles who are sexually abusing innocent kids look that up as well so yeah man all right um check it out it's a must see um po- uh, uh, must see documentary so yes so uh we're gonna head on out. anything yeah, like know. to say all right mm-hmm. so y'all take it easy uh, sorry to probably uh, bring it down there, so we're, go- we're gonna try to come back up with some more interesting stuff so we can joke around a little bit more. All right. All right.
1: All ready, Thanks.
0: All right one.